Hi, welcome back to Campus Under the Sun. It's your host, Tito, for CKUT 90.3. For this episode, we continue with student interviews, and today I have Julie here with me. Hi, Julie, how are you feeling? Hi, I'm feeling fine, thank you. How are you feeling, Tito? I'm feeling great. I'm very happy to have you here and excited to discuss the summer term with you. But first, could you present yourself to the listeners? Hi, everybody. My name is Julie. I'm French. I come from a French baccalaureate background. I'm studying political science with a minor in economics at McGill. Um, last summer, I did a summer class. And otherwise, I really try to get involved with McGill as much as possible. That's great. Well, that's what we're going to talk about, your summer class last year. Um, what class was that? So, last year, I decided to take Math 140 because... I was under the illusion that I was going to pursue a double major in political science and economics. And after taking a few classes in economics, I realized that one of my biggest weakness was um, the mathematical sides of economics. And I thought that taking Math 140, as it was advised by the department, could answer my good like, deal and find a solution to my weaknesses, which it didn't. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was not an elective. Uh, it was originally for a program's requirement. It was it was kind of like an implicit requirement, mm. but because it wasn't a requirement to get into the program, but it was just like expected that you already mastered everything that's seen in the class. Um, it did count as an elective. Okay, um, <laughs> and how was? Um, very broadly, how was your experience of taking a class over the summer? So I think my experience was shaped by two factors. The first one is that Math 140 already saw basically everything in that class in high school, which I didn't know coming into the class. Mm. And it was advised, uh, like advertised as like the class that's like kind of like basic math. If you're doing anything related um, to math, economics, computer science, or anything like that's a class you should take because you probably didn't see that in high school. And on the kind of like translations and um, kind of like the comparison of classes from the French baccalaureate to the mm -hmm. McGill kind of exemptions, because I only did one year, like two years of math in high school, mm -hmm. but didn't take it as like a class in my last year as like a major. Anyway. Okay. Um, it didn't, they didn't recognize as me having done Math 140 when I actually had seen everything. Oh. So I think that that impacted my experience because I was familiar with basically everything. The only thing I wasn't familiar with was the English and like American notation of, you know, derivatives and stuff like that. When I already knew what it was and what it, you know, mathematically represented. And then the second thing that really shaped my experience, I think, is the fact that I... Because I kind of like forced one of my friends to take it with me and another one of my friends was already taking it. So I was already there with like two of my friends. So it was, I think, way less lonely than it could have been if I was alone. And like I didn't know anybody in that class. Okay, no, that's really interesting. That that's something I wasn't planning on talking about really. But the French equivalent, especially with math, which is such a topic of you've seen it, you know it, or you haven't. And in your case, you did, but... Once again, politics at McGill and equivalence between diplomas. Uh, okay. So m did you find it like, I, I guess it was less interesting then and less motivating? I mean, I I wasn't taking Math 140 as out of like pure interest mm -hmm. of like math. Like I, 
I'm not a math girl. I do okay, but I was I was really hoping that taking Math 140 would like help me master and overcome my issues with economics. And um, I mean, just seeing what I've already seen before, like it was like, oh, at least I'm you know not dragging my GPA by taking a class that's like insurmountable. But I do know that like if I had known that Math 140 was something I'd already seen in high school, I wouldn't have taken that class because. I mean, in terms of elective, there's easier classes, more interesting, and more related to the fields that I want to, you know, pursue. Mm -hmm. And how the way the summer semester works, like the heavier course load or more condensed, how did that influence the way you approached that class? So the class was kind of like, I think it was at 8.30 every single day except Fridays, which worked for me because I was working on Fridays. And it was like until I think 1.30 p.m. or like something like that. And I took it in June. Um, I decided to take it in June because when I realized I could take a summer class because I was, you know, in Montreal, it was already kind of like beginning of May, everything like every, like the registration for the May summer classes had stopped. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't aware that summer classes, there weren't like an actual semester. And so kind of like every month is its own session. So I didn't know I could take a summer class in June. And then my friend told me, oh, yeah, I'm taking that class just in June. And I'm going home to the U.S. in July. And I was like, oh, we can do that. We don't have to stay in Montreal for three months. And so I decided to take it because I was like, it's, you know, I mean, I'm in Montreal anyway. So, like, let me take this. It's going to help me and everything. And um, I think that because I only took one class, I think it was definitely easier to deal with than, you know, taking five classes as, you know, intense as this one. And I think the other thing is like, because I've already seen everything before, I didn't have to, you know, kind of like introduce myself and teach myself any kind of like um, prereqs or like kind of like stuff that I hadn't seen in a year prior to Met 140. So I was already like familiar with almost everything. The only thing I had to do was practice. And I did that with my friends. So I think that in terms of workload, because I only took one class I've already seen before, it felt more lightweight than it would have if I was taking more than one class and also if it was something that I hadn't seen before. Mm -hmm. No, okay. That makes sense that it was in like new concepts and everything. So it wasn't too much work anyway. Um, and then, yeah, so you didn't know that there was a summer term. Uh, no. Um... It's true that McGill doesn't really advertise that summer term. You get one or two email, it's easy to miss it if you haven't if you don't know anyone else, anybody else that's taking a summer class. Exactly, because basically what happened is that the, the last weekend of April, I was busy, I couldn't move out. So um, I was going to move out and everything the first few days of May. So I was going to be in Montreal in May. My family was going to come. And then anyway, like I, I found an internship, a job here. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to France because I'm French. Everybody in my family is in France. So I was like, I'm going to go back home. But I wasn't able to, you know, go back and come back just for one class. And basically what happened is I bumped into somebody and she was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm not renting next to you for next year. I'm just like, you know, leasing this for the month of May. And then I'm going back to France. And they're like, how come? And she's like, well, the summer semester is only May or only June. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I'm only taking this one specific class only in May. That way I can have three months, like, un, un, you know, uncut, like uninterrupted of time in France and I already took one class so it's easier for my kind of like class for next year and I was like oh that's so interesting and then my friend explained it to me as well 
And I was like, oh, really interesting. But also I had a conversation with like somebody who got into Miguel. And I don't know how they got my Instagram. I don't know how they're <laughs> like, oh, like I'm a friend of that person. And I'm like, I don't know that person. Nobody knows that person. Anyway, so <laughs> we were talking and they're like, oh, like, do you recommend taking a summer class? Like, how do you recommend McGill? And I was talking about that. And they were like, but how am I supposed to know which class I'm supposed to take in the summer when I don't know which classes are offered in the fall? And I'm like, that's such a good point because had I known which classes were offered, you know, in the fall in terms of, you know, electives that I could take, I might have taken a summer class in May, like intro to communication or another, you know, class that is offered in May, but not in June. And now that I've seen that it wasn't offered in the fall when I would have loved to take it, but I really want to take the class regardless, mm. now it's too late to register for it. So I think it's so, I think it's a bit, not shady, but like obscure. It's kind of like a niche part of the Megal experience. But that also means that because the classes are so small and everything and kind of like more intense because you're like four hours a day with the same persons, the same like people sitting next to you, working on the same things, kind of like seeing them in the library and everything. I think it, that makes it a bit easier because you feel a bit less alone than if you were just like one amongst 200 people in that class during the summer. But it's still really niche because mm-hmm. the people, most of the people who stay in Montreal, they, you know, they... You still have a lot of free time, but you're graduating and you're just here. Like I'm, you know, sitting in a room four hours a day, seeing hard concepts because I want to get my degree and you're already there celebrating because you already got your degree. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. What you're saying is very relevant. It's actually why I'm doing this podcast, you know, like the summer term seemed like such an obscure concept and that if you not, don't have to take a class for financial reasons or whatever, you might just miss it and barely even know it exists, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said you took it with a friend. Was, so, and that was planned. How, I guess, um, I always ask people if they thought it was easier to make friends over the, um, over the summer because it's such a small group. I think that I took it with like two friends and then one of my friends already had like an acquaintance in that class. So we kind of like stayed all four of us together, but we were like friendly with other people in the the, the class. But it's really interesting because we had like a lot of different experience of the class because as soon as, because my friend and I, um, one of my friend and I were like both from the French system. We took the same classes in high school. And so if I had already seen the content of the class, she also already had seen the content of the class. And I was so sure that I was like, oh, we've seen that before. Um, there's no reason I would drag my GPA down. Let me un-SU it. Because I was like, it's going to mm. be an elective. Uh, let me SU it because I don't, because I was like, it's going to be math. I'm like, math isn't my, you know, strong suit. Um, I don't want that to penalize my GPA, especially not after <laughs> econ. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me just, you know, SU it. And then I realized that something I already seen before. I was like, oh, if I can grab a few points here and there, like, let me un-SU it. But what happened is that both of my friends, they thought they also had SU it because they were also taking it as an elective for a different kind of like stream of econ program. Um, and basically what happened is that I successfully SU'd it at first and then successfully un-SU'd it. But my friends, they thought, both of them thought that they had, you know, put on when they registered, like, chose the option to, like, satisfactory, unsatisfactory. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Minerva didn't register it. And so, at the end, when they got their grade and final grade, they were like, oh, like, 
it it's just like an elective that I issued, but they actually didn't issue it, which is weird because I remember I saw my friend because she registered in front of my eyes. <laughs> I remember she chose that option and like, you know, press, press submit. And so I'm like, it's kind of like, I think that's also something that is to be taken into account when talking about summer classes, because most of them are either prereq or really intro level classes mm-hmm. um, because they're on, the only one offered because there's like, it's really difficult. I think from McGill's perspective, it's really difficult to offer a 400-level class in the month of July. Yeah, something um, very niche when there's already not that many students. That's that's complicated. Exactly. So a lot of people who, you know, take summer classes, they take it SU, or when they know they're going to, you know, have a good grade, they don't take it as SU. But, you know, that kind of, like, you know, mishaps. I'm like, I, I manage kind of, okay. But I know that, you know, if you take a class knowing that it's, something that you have to do for your degree, whatever, but that the grade itself isn't going to matter in your GPA and then in the end it does, I feel like it's a different conception than during the year when, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. Um, how did you find overall your experience of being on campus over over June? I Last year I didn't have Wi-Fi at my place, so oh. if I wanted to have Wi-Fi, I had to come on McGill campus. I live like really nearby, so it's not that big of a hassle. And I had to deal with a lot of administ- <laughs> stuff, like trying to, you know, renew my passport and stuff like that. So um, I had to be on campus. And so I, I had the opportunity to see every tent, you know, getting built. And last year, there were every single convocation and every single graduation from every single year of COVID. Right. And so the the um, ceremonies just did not end. And it was really, you know, fun because I was a first year and I was like, oh my God, it's so crazy to see them, you know, walk and this is going to be me in two years. And this year, you know, I'm, I'm in Montreal, it's June again. And I'm like, this is me la- next year, actually. And so it's crazy to, you know, be put in that perspective of like, I've already done a year at McGill. This is me in, you know, X amount of time. But also I think that besides like the weird hours that everything works out because it's the summer and obviously, you know, it's there's not the same student population as there is, you know, in the fall or in the winter. So it's totally understandable. I think that really McGill identifies itself as like, you know, McGill, the campus of McGill is Montreal, but it's Mm -hmm. not really like in the fall, in the winter, like in the winter, like you don't want to like (laughs) go to, (laughs) to Vieux and be like, "Mm, let me take my class there. No, you just want to go to McGill. It's minus 20. And then you want to go back home and like, you know, be in the warmth. Uh, but in the summer, I really feel like Montreal is your campus simply because you have so, I mean, there's a limit, I think there's a limit of class you can take. So you have so much more like free time in mm-hmm. a way, but also there's a lot of other opportunities you can pursue, whether it's um, professional, or just like cultural or everything. So I feel like in that sense, like even if you don't want to work on something, you can go through McGill and from McGill, you know, you get that kind of like getaway into like the rest of the city. Because you're already in the middle of the city because you just took your class. And so from there, you can just, oh, go to this museum or like go to this festival or whatever. So I think that I really enjoyed um, like McGill and my experience last summer. I had like the first winter in Montreal is really no joke. (laughs) And I think I underestimated that it was also COVID. And so kind of like in the winter blues and then suddenly it's so warm. It's starting so warm. It's the sun is, you know, shining the the birds are tweeting, <laughs> everything. I want to live again. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's very true. The summer, the sun, people hanging out. The campus is just so different over the summer. It's it's a very, it's very chill. That's what we said before. 
Yeah. It's like quiet, but it's chill actually. And no one running around to the library to the next classes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And something that I realized last year is that I was like, when I was going to the library to you know, submit my passport request, whatever, like in the same library, there was like me doing my little admin stuff that's unrelated to McGill. And there were like, you know, students obviously, you know, doing math or doing, you know, whatever classes they're taking. And there was also older people that were just like at McGill because, you know, it was a place where they could work, but also have a, a window into, you know, like the sun, the like um, green spaces and stuff like that. And I feel like that kind of aspect of McGill is something that you can really see in the summer that you can't really see the rest of the year because it's always so crammed with students. Here it's like you have way more families just running around. You, mm. you have way more just like, you know, teenagers, children. Like every like I feel like it's during the summer, McGill really feels part of Montreal instead of its own little bubble. It's true. It in in a sense it becomes a park really. Yeah. With people walking around and just visiting, sorta. Of. Yeah. Um you started touching on that. So I'm wondering how you balanced uh, your summer class and just life and enjoying the city last year? Um, I had a lot of chance because I only took one class. Um, my roommate is currently taking two classes and it's way more intense um, than, you know, the class that I took last year. I think it's also because they're higher level classes. Mm. I think that the way they're organized, I mean, the classes, mm -hmm. you know, the way they're scheduled, they're always at the same time taking the same like amount of time it's always like sets of like two thirty, three, or like four hours like at a time you you know that when you get into it and then you just know that the rest of your week is like half gonna be socializing and doing life and everything and half of it is gonna be like studying for that class that you have like in a week and a half you have a <laughs> midterm for yeah so yeah but i don't know if it's the case for every single other class but i know that last year I had one day where I didn't have class at all. And so that allowed me to pursue like my, um, like I had the time to like go to my job, like for the entire day during that day, because I didn't have to show up to class. But yeah. Mm -hmm. And now that you're talking about your job, I'm wondering why did you take a summer class? Was this because you wanted some more time during the, um, the other semesters to work? Um, basically what happened is last year, so I was, in Montreal for the beginning of uh, May and then I was looking to get some professional experience mm -hmm. related to the field which is communication or political science or anything and so I applied to a McGill program to get a job placement and then I did that job placement and in between realizing that Montreal and Canada was going to offer me more possibilities and um, getting into that job placement I was like oh even if I can't you know, if I don't find anything, I do still need to be able to get my passport. And so I was like, I'm probably going to be in Montreal until mid-June. Mm -hmm. Let's just, you know, try to make the most out of it. Whether it's, you know, having some sort of job experience or already getting ahead um, in terms of classes, in terms of just credits. And honestly, even though I, you know, that my elective didn't bring up my GPA that much, um, even though it's not something that I really learned from, Knowing that this year, which is my graduating year, I have the opportunity to take a four, four class during one semester is really something that I enjoy. Had I known that summer classes weren't that, I don't know, coming here at McGill, I thought that everybody was, you know, taking five classes a semester and the people who didn't, they were like, um, going to add another year. I didn't know how accessible and how 
useful taking a class during the summer is. And I think that had I known that during my freshman year at McGill, I would not have taken five classes a semester, especially not during the winter. I think like that would be my main gateway, which is like, don't be afraid to take a summer class. Maybe not every single class that you want will be offered during the summer, but there's going to be one class that is interesting to you, whether it's like five out of five interests or just like three out of five is still interesting. And honestly, like nothing is really ever lost when you learn something. You might not use it tomorrow, but you might use it in two years. So yeah, I would tell myself to try to take more summer class simply because it's it does relax a part of me knowing that I'm going to have more time to spend on, you know, whatever I want to do this year because I'm only going to have four class. And I was talking to you that about that just prior, but I was um, seeing my schedule for next year and I was like interviewing with this uh, firm. And um, because I'm an international student, I can only work 20 hours a week. And normally I, t- I try to take five classes a semester, but this year I can take one semester with four. And I was like, obviously, if I'm interning at your company, I'm going to, I was like, I'm obviously going to take four classes during that that semester mm-hmm. because it's going to free up so much more time because besides just the three hours of in-class time, you have so much time that you have to spend, you know, working. Exactly, yeah. During the four, and it's during four months, whereas in the summer, it's like one month is I agree, it's condensed, it's intensive, but honestly, it's because you kind of only have that to do in a sense, because, um, I mean, last year, I feel like I was one of the few that had a job, and I mean, my job wasn't intensive or anything in any way. But it's still taking time, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people who take summer classes, is kind of like, the only kind of like real um, commitment in terms of, you know, having real deadlines, like hard deadlines of, your final is at 8 a.m. that day. If you sleep through it, you can't make up your final. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's kind of like a different scene, but I also, it offers so much flexibility. That was very wise. <laughs> um, now, um, do you have any memorable experience of your summer term? Any like specific memory or just uh, something you really enjoyed? I really enjoyed and I really liked the prop that we had during the like math class um it was I mean I had already seen most of this stuff before but for like a full year I have barely seen it so I was a bit you know like um old so I had to like go back into the the groove of like you know using math in that way and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and he was really accommodating of the fact that some people you know were taking that because it was they just needed that to graduate they already did the entire degree that was just like the only prereq they had left And some people like did that, like for me, as I did, which is just like, oh, like, I think I I need to take that class, but I'm not really sure it might help me. But also in the end, it really didn't. Like, I'm I'm not using that for any of the classes I'm doing right now and next year. So, I mean, I'm glad I did it, but whatever. Um, (laughs) And some people are just doing it for like other reasons. And so he was, he really understood the fact that, you know, not like if you're taking math, 140 during the summer it's not because you're a math lover you know what i mean and so mm-hmm. i feel like he really understood that and you know kind of like guided us through the course explained everything from the get-go and he was really really accessible whether it was him or like his ta it was really accessible they had a lot of question and answers like revision sessions and stuff like that i think he was definitely one of the best you know kind of like accessible and um human mm-hmm. you know prop that i've had at mcgill so that was definitely, I think that because the class is so condensed, because the class is also so small, 
doing a summer class offer you offers you kind of proximity that you don't really have or you might not have during the rest of the school year. I know that a lot of a lot of people dread having to take Mat 140 because it's so hard. Like one of my yeah, like so hard during fall and winter. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like taking it in the summer is a good option because instead of having two other two hundred other sorry two hundred other students for you, you only have like forty others. And so simply because of that, it's gonna be a better experience. Even if you don't want to talk, even if you don't want to connect with the prof, just because there's less people, it's still gonna be a better like academic and you know, learning experience for you. Yeah, I'm guessing that the context makes it just so much more humane because you have class almost every day. It's like two, three, four hours. So like you have to be closer to your prof somehow for sure. That's a great advice. Like if you have a class that's maybe a bit intimidating, then you will have that ability and possibility to just talk to your prof more easily. Um, and now I think we're getting to the end of it. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Yes. One last thing that um, I just want to talk about when it comes to the publicity that is in the knowledge of the summer classes. Mm-hmm. I have friends who t- who did like you know summer classes in May, and I myself and some of my friends also are doing some in June. However, I don't really know anybody who did summer classes in July and I think that's really interesting because you kind of see how people envision and section their summers and how they use summer classes as a kind of divider it's like oh I did that and then I can like most of the people after doing their summer class they leave Montreal to Mm -hmm. go back to you know their hometowns Mm -hmm. and so um I think it's really interesting how taking a summer class in July feels like way more of a like section as opposed to June and May where it feels more like a continuity of what you're already doing because mm-hmm. i feel like i was talking to a friend that did a summer class in may and she was telling me how um it felt more like a continuity of this winter semester simply but but the main difference was like you only had one or two class instead of you know five yeah two is the limit so yeah yeah and i think it's a good idea because it it is really intense mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it's like it wouldn't really fit anyways um because of the hours and I was going to say, you're the first person I talked to that took a class for during June. Oh my God, really? Yes. I mean, I haven't interviewed that many people, but most of them took a class in May just because exactly you're already in the mood of working. It's a continuation. Sure, it's a, a sort of break because you're taking only one class. And... Honestly, I was considering taking a class this June um, as well, but in the end, I don't think I'm going to do it. Um and I was like, oh, I should have taken it in May, um, like another class, but in May. And I was like, now I'm thinking back on my month, my month of May. And I'm like, honestly, this year, just like last year, I'm glad that I'm, I'm not glad, but I'm like, I also really enjoy having a really limited workload and having an actual more of a break. Because every, oh my God, every time the winter semester is so, you know, um, intense simply because of the weather and everything. And I think it's shorter than a full semester. Anyway, my really last notes, I swear, is uh, just, um, I think that summer classes and other, you know, um, McGill offers a lot of other options that is not widely known, but it's summer classes that I think I really recommend. I think that's the biggest thing that I would recommend. And my biggest mishap is like, if I could redo my McGill experience, I would take only four classes to my first winter semester so I could take it more slow. And 
enjoy a bit more and be less stressed. I think summer classes are such an amazing tools, but I would hope that Miguel could let us know what fall classes would not be offered so we can make the choice appropriately. But besides just summer classes, Miguel has so many other programs that you can do and you can enjoy. Um, I mean, whether it's, you know, studying French in Chicoutimi or in Quebec City, you know, like just so, or like just taking a class in at Concordia or at UCAM or at UDM or whatever. There's so many other options for classes than just staying at McGill from September to April. It's, we really have a lot of opportunities. And I think that McGill may kind of like shoot itself in the defeat by not properly um, promoting them, but kind of have to know what you're looking for but there's so many other classes and they're so worthwhile mm -hmm. i mean even me like this internship here is i'm taking it for credits it's going to be one of my classes september oh my god for english or for yeah so the way it works um you have to take it with uh, a faculty and i'm taking it with the english faculty oh yeah that's so cute so, so good sorry that's so interesting <laughs> Yeah. Well, Julie, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me, Titouan. I apologize for rambling so much. No, that was great. Uh, that was very interesting to get your perspective of just your background and taking a class over June. Honestly, I'm kind of glad because then I kind of have like two months uninterrupted of time in France. But I also understand wanting to get like get it done with in May. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was Campus Under the Sun. The next episode should be a bit different, so come back to listen to that one. Till next time, enjoy the sun. Bye.